You will notice that every episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack contains an explicit tag, meaning there may be language which would be unsuitable for work or for children. This time, we mean it. You've been warned. Hello, listeners and fans of Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Welcome to another episode. According to the blog at mtmjetpack.com, this will be our 62nd episode. Uh, my name is Moondog. For our longtime listeners, I was an original member. I played characters like Ajika when we played Enforce, Thomas the Grumpy Bear when we played Zerzerzo, and most recently, Logan Shaw at the start of the Dresden File episodes. I left the game for medical reasons, but now I'm back and helping out. Today's episode is a one-shot of Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. The reason I'm introducing the episode is because I was the GM. I I also edited the session and added promos and sound effects, so I decided to just add an introduction and a closing. This episode is really divided into two segments. The first segment is what I call banter and character selection. Instead of creating characters, I present Blind Geek and Thundersteps some pre-gen character options. Yes, I didn't mention Josh. Unfortunately, Josh was feeling ill that day and had to miss our session, hence the one-shot. But do not fear, Josh is back and running awesome sessions again. The second segment is the actual playing of D&D. Blind Geek plays a dragon boar sorcerer that has yet to give a name, and Thunderstep picked a half-orc paladin, and for some reason, I can never remember the name. You will easily tell when one segment ends and another starts because I added some awesome promos. Before we start, I want to address a couple housekeeping issues. This episode is around 1 hour and 35 minutes. Around the 1 hour and 8 minute mark, I have an editing issue. I needed to go on a bathroom break and did not mute my mic. There was a long conversation that my wife and I had about a game she was playing online. I was able to cut all that out, but in editing, it doesn't sound 100% perfect. Blind Geek, Thunderstep, and I had conversation about rules lawyering that I did not want to cut out, so I did my best. Hope everyone is okay with the editing. At the end of the episode, my recorder must have shut down. You hear us discussing our editing efforts in the future, and then it cuts off. Don't worry, all the plain goodness is in the episode. I want to give credit to Dan Haas Endeavors. It's a company online that I found on Kickstarter. He writes these amazing adventures. Actually, he writes campaigns. One of those campaigns is called The Drow Conspiracy. His first first chapter of that campaign is called the Drow Necromancer. This is what we play today, with some modifications for me, of course. If you want to check out his work and purchase any of it, check him out on drivethroughrpg.com. Okay, I finally, I want to apologize to Geek and Thunder. Usually I'm the quietest player in the game. For some reason, as a GM, I talk a lot more. I felt that there were times that I spoke over the players. Something I will work on during my next session if I GM again. Without further banter, I am going to start episode now. On the other side of a promo segment, one will start. Enjoy. I will be back at the end of the show. There. After five long years, my latest invention is complete. Surely it will revolutionize personal transportation for decades to come. Hey, who let you in here? Get get away from there! You stupid simian sociopath! Don't touch that! Ah, monkeys took my jetpack! Monkeys took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com
Hey, what's up? Uh, not much. I don't. I'm having trouble connecting with Thunderstep. I don't think Thunderstep's on yet. Oh, it's uh, wait a minute. Uh, well, he's in the conversation. I thought he was online, but maybe I misread. Let me check real quick. Yeah, according to what I see, it's trying to call him in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. It says he's away, and he never responded to our email conversation. So I don't know whether he even got the emails or not. Yep. We'll see. Yeah. It's weird. I think Josh sent that out around 8.30 in the morning. I don't think I saw it until I responded, so I wonder if my email was delayed or something. Oh, well. I was going to say, I don't think it was that late, but I realized, idiot, there's a time difference. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, because when I saw it, I, there were both of your responses. I just didn't. Uh, one of these days, I will learn. No, you know what? I probably won't. It's been enough years. Probably not. To to, uh, to read all the messages in a thread before replying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that hasn't happened yet, so it probably won't happen. Oh, well, I hope he comes on because I've never played fifth edition yet, so it'd be kind of fun. I hear you. I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. I have a short little thing I can run. So how have you been, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Cool. Uh, I could call him. Let me give him a few more minutes here. It's only oh, yeah. 906. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, okay. Did you get that map? Um, it's not to a group. It's to you individually. Oh, I accept it. Yes, I got the file. Testing. There you are. There he is. Hello. Let me plug in my headphones real quick. Hang on. Yeah, no problem. Sorry about that, gentlemen. You're fine. You're no later than I've been many, many times. Did you get the uh, the message from Josh? Yes. Yeah, we got it. So what are we doing? Didn't you read the message I sent? Not yet. No. And then, and then Eric responded to? Yeah. You got to be on the ball, man. Check your email. <laughs> I hate email. <laughs> What's up? I volunteered to run a little session of D&D. Okay. Fifth edition. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, Blind Geek said he was down for it, too. Is there really any other edition worth talking about? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. We're all good. So we probably should talk about what kind of characters you guys want to play. Let me bring up my character files. So right now I have a... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen characters. Holy crap! Holy balls, Batman! I well, I didn't create them, so but I got them. Um, I have a dragonborn sorcerer. I have a drow rogue. I have a dwarf cleric, half elf bard, halfling monk, halfling rogue, half orc paladin, half elf fighter, half elf wizard, a human barbarian, a human cleric, a human druid, a human fighter, a human paladin. I have a tiefling warlock, and I have a wood elf ranger. What is a tiefling? Um, tieflings are... Do you remember when D&D had the concept of planescape, where you would travel among the planes? Hmm. Tieflings are kind of not from this world. Oh, those kind outer of world. <laughs> yeah, not not flying planes. No, I thought maybe you meant like the prairie type planes or desert planes. No, not P-L-A-I-N-S. P-L-A-N-E-S. Gotcha. Okay. That all makes much more sense now. Okay. Dragonborn Sorcerer sounds intriguing to me. Okay. Mm. So I will send you the Dragonborn Sorcerer file, and if you want to look at any of the others, you're more than welcome to do so. Okay. Did any of them interest... Oh, hang on, let me open up my email... All right, well, I got all those messages, so... Did you get Blind Geek? Um, hold on, I'm having... That's fine, take your time. Stuck in the file viewing window here. How the hell do you get out of this? Yeah, I didn't get anything yet. Well, I have, you haven't told me what you're interested in. Well, let's see... I could do a Dwarven Cleric. I've done a lot of them, though. Um, I'm interested in the Tiefling Warlock because I'd like to try the Warlock class. Let me go hit the escape key. Well, we have a couple wizards, or wizard types. That's fine. never been a fan of the Rogue. 
Run run through the options again one more time for me. I don't, yeah, no, I don't think I got the second file, Chris. The only one I'm showing is the map. I sent it to your email. Oh, oh I'm sorry. That's why. Okay. Not a problem. Okay, running through them again. Sorry. No, that's fine. I got the Dragonborn Sorcerer, the Drow Rogue, the Dwarf Cleric, uh, Half-Elf Bard, Halfling Monk, Halfling Rogue, Half-Orc Paladin, High-Elf Fighter, High-Elf Wizard, Human Barbarian, Human Cleric, Human Druid, Human Fighter, Human Paladin, the Tiefling that we talked about, and a Wood Elf Ranger. And I sent you the tiefling. It'll come through eventually. I got it. I just got to see if I can read it. There we go. Perfect. Good. ABS. Basically, I'll either do the half-orc paladin or the tiefling warlock. You know, the paladin is not a... Uh, you said half-elf? Half-orc. You said okay, half- good, because it was a half-orc. Yeah. No, I have no interest in elves. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You play what you want to play. Okay. I'll send you that one. Did you get the tiefling yet? Yeah. I'm looking over it. Okay. Half-Old Paladin. Oh, nice. And that one's sent to... The nice thing about it is I have all these characters at first level through tenth level. Oh, nice. So if you go up a level and we want to play this down the line again, I can just send you the second level adjustments. Nice. And boom, done. Or you can adjust it the way you want, you know, creating your own character. Mm. But yeah, I have it all... The, I have them all, all all the way up to level ten. Nice. They're on drive through RPG free, so I probably should look at this tiefling. You know what I like about this is you only have to have a rudimentary knowledge of mm-hmm. the basic foundational D&D type stuff to understand. You just read. It's very straightforward reading. You don't go, well, what the hell does that mean? What does this mean? The only thing I noticed on here is when you want to cast a spell. It's charisma. charisma it doesn't. Which is odd, but. Well. That's a no, warlock thing. Oh. Yeah, it's a warlock thing, but the, the spells aren't listed there, so you don't know what Hellish Rebuke does. Well, the other thing I'm noticing, unless I'm unless it's in a graph that I can't see with my I, thing, yeah. I have no ability score. I was yeah, just, yeah. Where they I was, They're in the blue in box on the right toward the top. It says strength, 8, minus 1, 15, dex, 14. I was um, going to say uh, I, I know a little bit about what some of those spells do simply because I have a warlock player. So, <laughs> Oh, and they're in the player's handbook. So. Yeah. At the top, on the left side, it says Tiefling Warlock 1, and then to the right of that, it says Character Name. Oh, okay, that's, okay, for... Yeah, it might be a picture in the setup, which means it wouldn't translate for Wangeek. In that area, it has, for me, what the hell? Oh, here we go, wait, after all the spellcasting sorcerer feature, medium humanoid silver dragonborn, draconic bloodline neutral good, armor class 14, natural armor, hit points 9, hit dice 1d6, speed 30 feet. And right below that... Oh, here we go, strength. Ten intelligence ten. There you go. Dex thirteen. Constitution. There we go. Look at that. Okay, it's all right. We're just buried. My apologies. Oh, you're fine. Two proficiency bonus. Not fairly new. Constitution plus four, plus six, receiving those, and then here's all the skills. Nice. Cool. Okay, yeah, see, what what my thing does is it splits, I guess it sees it as columns, so all the background information is at the top, and then as I go further down, it does the stuff on the right side, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the Paladin. Okay, sounds good to me. I like this guy. A knight without armor in a savage land. If you check the um, text file, it comes with... See a list in the Warlock spells. Eric, if you check the um, bubble window that shows like links and stuff. Right. There should be a hellish re- rebuke and a hex spell listed there. Okay. Does he get those as a sorcerer? He gets them as a warlock. Oh, he's doing the warlock. He's doing. Is it? Aren't you, are you doing the? Oh, you're doing the dragonborn. Yeah. Oops. I got to look at the wrong one. I have. This is the problem. Finding stuff in this the way my thing lays yeah. it out is gonna be a bitch. I have cantrips, uh, blade ward, mage hand. Okay. I can look it up. 
I got it here now. Okay, so you got Cold Breath, I see. That's the Dragonborn feature. You got Blade Ward, Mage Hand, Ray of Frost, Ray of Frost. and True Strike. Magic yeah. Missile, you already know. Yep. And Shield is pretty self-explanatory, yeah. too. Let me look, Blade Ward. Breath weapon recharges after I finish a short or long rest. Okay. Basically, Blade Ward, you extend your hand, you trace like a, a symbol of warding in the air, and then you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapon attacks. Oh, cool. Okay. That's Blade Ward. And you've got Mage Hand. That's a pretty easy one. Usually that's just being able to move things around with a hand, magical hand. Oh, I've got, I've got, uh, the th- I've got Thing with me. Yeah. Okay. And then Ray of Frost sends a little Frost, Ray of Frost, it hits, it attacks. And then True Strike, I think, gives you, I think it allows you to hit easier. Makes sense from the name. Yeah, but I'm looking it up. True Strike, there it is. You extend your hand and point a finger at a target in range. Your magic grants you a brief insight into into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that this spell hasn't ended. Do you know what advantage means? Uh, you roll an extra 20 and take the higher... Take the higher... Yeah. Yep, okay. exactly. So basically, True true Strike gives you advantage on your next attack against a certain opponent. Cool! Now, in this game, spells are... Um, you only get a the, limited number of uses. No, nope. cantrips are all... I mean, you can cast cantrips as many times as you want. And that's what Blade... That's what all these are? Yes. Oh, okay. Only Shield and Magic Mist so you're limited to okay. per day. Oh, cool. So I really could have um, a thing moving around with us. Yeah. Now, Ray of Frost, a, bridge, a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks toward a creature within range. You make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, it takes one die eight cold damage, and its speed is reduced by ten feet until the start of the next turn. So it does pretty good damage. Yeah, one die eight. bad for a cantrip. That seems like a very... Uh, and you can cast it as many times as you want. It gets more powerful as you go up in levels. When you hit fifth level, it does two die eight. When you hit eleventh level, it does three die eight. Nice. So it does some nice damage too. And I'm going to bring up Mage Hand. Um, this is Mage Hand. A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it as an action. So basically it lasts for one minute. That's ten rounds. Okay. The hand vanishes if it is ever more than 30 feet away from you or if you cast the spell again. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use the hand to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, uh, stow or retrieve an item from an open container or pour the contents out of a vial. You can move the hand up to 30 feet each time you use it. The hand can attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. But it can't attack. It cannot. Okay. It used to be, I think, in 4th edition and earlier editions, if you had to touch an opponent for a spell, you could use Mage Hand to touch them. Mm. But according to this, you cannot attack with it. That's because there were probably too many... It was too easy. Yeah. You know, you didn't have to risk yourself trying to get close enough to touch. Yeah. You could stand 30 feet and go, I touched it with my Mage Hand. So, does the Paladin have any abilities or skills you need to explain? Um, no. I didn't think so, but... Because they define, they define the two that I start out with pretty well, so... Yeah. Not until they get up in higher levels do they start... Since this is a one-shot, I'm really not going to worry much about a name for my character. His name is... So I can call him Shithead? Yep, exactly. Shithead the Dragonborn. Call him Dovahkiin. S-C-H-Y-T-H-A-E-D-D. Really? Probably not. I'm not going to remember that. I, uh... I chose a name for my guy. So his name will be Thorgrim. Uh, the White Rose is the paladin order he represents. Oh, cool. 
See, I never minded. I never minded the Forgotten Realms setting, but I was much more of a fan of Planescape, and I really hope they bring that back. I doubt I'd be that lucky, but hey, I, I've heard rumors. Yeah, that's all I've heard as well. And with the Tiefling class, it makes sense. It makes sense. And the thing is, is that they mention Sigil in like the Outer Planes when they're talking mm-hmm. about stuff. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, the stuff is still there. It's whether, just, yeah, I mean, whether or not they actually you know decide to expand on it like they used to. They're doing a really good job of not overloading the market. Which is good. Which is good. I definitely agree. I can afford that the rate they're coming out with books, I can afford to get that. But if they start coming out with one every month like they used to, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that, but... I have the um, Out of the Abyss book. How are the uh, How are the Tiamat ones, in your opinion? Mm, I, I haven't read a lot on it. Uh, okay. But it looks good. I have the book. I just haven't had the time to read it with everything else that I have to read. <laughs> We at Monkeys Took My Jetpack believe in intelligent, well-thought-out actual play recordings of role-playing games. And everybody chimes in mistype. <laughs> we could do our own sound effects. <laughs> That was fun. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) Monkeys took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com. Okay, this should be good. Well, don't forget, they do have Tommy guns, which aren't exactly known for their... their Oh, that's true, that's true. They could be intending to shoot it up. Okay, that's good. I like that. (laughs) Glad you like it. (laughs) I ain't all that enthused about it myself. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You think you got problems? I'm from Iowa. Nobody from Iowa talks like this. It's funny. I I always took him for the bookish type, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, impromptu barnstorming. (laughs) <laughs> I meant to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Mark's a nice GM. Yeah. There aren't going to be any problems. Come on. <laughs> you don't know me very well, do you? The Gutter Skites. So I sent you both a map, not in the group um, text, but like if I was to send you a private message directly from me to you. I got it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to read it. Well, all it was was a map of the province of the uh, world setting. And then it shows um, there's a territory called the South March, and there's a town called Farjabd, F-A-R-J-V-A-D. And that's where you guys are currently located. Okay, the map never made it through for me. Huh. Let me try I'll try something different this time. Okay, so now I sent it to the group bubble text. There it is. I don't know why it wasn't coming up. I don't know. If you click on it, it brings it up, and you'll see to the south, South March, and there's a little south town yep. right on the coast. Farjod? Yep, that's it. That's where you guys are currently located. Okay. And let me give you some... Okay, and I sent another picture. Hopefully you got it. Oh, no, maybe not. Hang on. Let me try to reset. It. Eh, no big deal. 
So I was trying to send you a little map of the town, but it's okay. The town is basically about 6,000 people. It's actually divided by a river, so there's a south side, or actually there's an east side and a west side. So side? Um, Sorry. <laughs> and to get back and forth, the only way is to pay a ferryman to take you across the river. And there's shops and, and taverns on each side. What has brought you to town is you have heard of an opportunity to uh, meet up with a caravan and be guards on a caravan that is headed to the uh, town of Waterdeep, which is a Forgotten Realms town. Oh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> yep. It, you know, it's the largest city in the Forgotten Realms, and you both figure you can make your way very well there. Lots of opportunities to venture and, and, and make gold or whatever. So you're in the small town headed there, and you're on the ferry going across. Uh, you found out that public uh, the town hall is actually on the opposite side of the river. And you don't know each other that well. You met up maybe a day or so ago, and you've been traveling together. Um, it looks like it's going to be a stormy day in the village, and a thunderstorm seems to be brewing. Okay. But the various shops are open for business, and you're traveling across. You've paid the ferryman your couple copper pieces to go across, when when all of a sudden, ferryman points to the side of your boat and says, not again. <laughs> and you see this um, kind of bubbling water, and then a hand appears and Blind Geek, it is coming up right beside you, and then a head pops up, and then Eric, you notice another one uh, coming up around the ferryman that's been, you know, taking you across, and there's a third one at the front of the boat, popping up next to a uh, small child and his mother, who was also riding on the ferry with you. And what with that, nine hells? That's a good question. You know, one of the things about I don't like about D&D is they have no skill for monster lore, so if a monster comes along, um, how do you determine whether you've seen it before or not, or if you have any information on it? I guess an intelligence check. Nature is really what it is. Hmm. Uh, there's a skill, I believe, for nature, but there is a really good... One of the other game companies came out with a system for monster lore, made it a skill, so I thought that was kind of cool. But anyway, so you've never seen these creatures before, but their heads come out, and um, on the side of their necks, it looks like they have gills. They're greenish blue. They look human. Their bodies seem to be rock um, the paladin, you identify him immediately as not alive. They're undead. That's, and, well, that's all I need to know. <laughs> and they all have, um, all three of them have um, a spear-type weapon that's coming up out of the water. And with that, we're going to roll initiative. Okay. Um, just general question. I'm going to oh, yeah. load Go up ahead. a dice, low dice roller real quick. I'm lazy and my dice are downstairs. I'm with you. I need to get my dice roller up because I'm not lazy. But Open natural 20. Nice. Oh, yeah. I can use the one on my iPad. How the hell am I doing it in here? <laughs> okay. Um... Yes, I'm aware. Shut up. Do you? Wow. You're rolling a lot. <laughs> well, no, that's what's available to, to double, to tap on, to roll instantly without having to configure anything. Yeah, no, I have a... How do you roll initiative in this game? Uh, roll, roll a d20 a... and add yep. add your decks. Oh, okay. Sorry, I should shut up. No, that's fine. That's fine. DM. Oh, you're doing fine. I I don't mind. Okay, 14 plus... So just, just a bonus. You don't add, say, like, your decks is 10. No, right. I got that. I just didn't know. All right. I don't think we ever use the numbers. I don't even know why they still... Oh, I have a whole rant. 
for a different time. It, it is what it is. I got a 15. Great. Uh, my question was going to be, how open is this area? I mean... You're in a river. Yeah, but I'm on a boat. Are you, how far are you from the bank? 15. No, no, not that. Uh, basically, am I going to be able to use the halberd, or should I go with a mace? You can use the halberd here. Okay. I just... Yeah, again, I don't see a problem with that. Great question. I don't want to get in, getting it wedged in anything, because I know... Blind Geek, what's your dex? Uh, I got... It's a... I got a 15 initiative. Yeah, but what's your dex? Uh, plus one. And, um, Eric? My dex is 10. Oh, you okay. want a so, number. So, that, so that's plus zero. No, the, the plus one is fine. Okay. The reason I'm asking is you both have 15 initiatives. Oh. So he's got to figure so out who's going first. Okay. Break the tie, I go by dex, and you have the higher dex. So as these creatures start to come up out of the water and climb into the boat, there's one that is close to the journeyman, and you're not in a huge boat by any means. Um, it probably is big enough to hold about 12 people. It's a flat bottom uh, river boat? It is. Basically. Okay. Flat bottom boats, they make the rocking world go around. Go around. I knew that was coming. You're about 50 yards from each bank right now, and um, there are two, uh, there's the woman and child in the front, there's the ferryman in the back, and you both were sitting kind of in the middle. Okay. And there's one coming up out of, close to Blind Geek, one towards the family in front of you, and then one towards the German. So with that in mind, Mr. Geek, what are you going to do for us today? Uh, I'm going to... Well, let's just start with something simple. I'm going to beat the one that's closest to me with the quarterstaff and try and get him to back off. Okay. Striking with the quarterstaff and trying to get him to back off. I'm with you. And you rolled die 20. Okay. I got a plus two proficiency. Perfect. So that would be... No, I want... No! That was the wrong... Like a goddamn dice. There it is. 17 plus my proficiency okay. is 19. You are shooting for a 12 here. So your staff, you describe to me what, what, what you do. Um, well, I just take I take the staff and uh, there, he's climbing into the boat. So I wrap his hands with the staff. More trying to get him to go back in the water than actually cause damage necessarily. So you're trying to push him off with the staff. Right. Fantastic. So I'm going to make that an opposed roll and use his dex instead of, you got a 19 on your, um, to push him back out of the water. Yep. So let me roll his opposing roll, and he has a plus three on dex, and he rolls a 19. Um, unfortunately, the tie goes to you. So you are able to, with your staff, you get it up under one of his arms, and um, and you pull up, and it unbalances him, and then you push him with your staff out back into the water. He splashes... <laughs> and his head disappears below the water. So that's your action. You can take a move if you want. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. So you're going to stay where you're at. And that leads us to the Paladin. Yes. New fire truck going by. I'm going after the one that's going toward the family. I figured you were. Go ahead and strike. Okay. Again, you're trying to get a 12 here. Natural 20. Natural 20. So you're going to do double damage. Okay. I got 50 little tables on critical hits. Oh, I got this thing with critical Hang on. Savage attack. When you score a critical hit with a melee weapon attack, you can roll one of the weapon's damage dice one additional time and add it to the damage. That's fine. So in addition to the double damage, I get to add one, another one. Good God. I'm, I'm good with that. All right, so 1d10 so. plus 3. Actually, I'll do 2d10 just uh, 15. 15 damage. And if it's double, you can calculate so, the double. So like 30. So 30. Yeah. Well, that easily smashes its head in. Oh, I was with the halberd. I was hoping to take and its head off. Well, <laughs> you take its head off. You're the one that decides. 
and I've got these nifty critical hit tables that I think I'll try next time. Okay. I'll give you an example. If you roll, you roll percentile, mm-hmm. and if you roll like a 26, as an immediate action, it attacks the same opponent, and you get no ones or twos on your damage dice. Oh, nice. Great hit, ignore damage resistance, and you do double damage is another example. Um, it gives you um, uh, advantage. One of the things is advantage. So you roll damage twice and take the higher of the two. Okay. Type thing. So there's some different things on there. There's also some critical miss tables, too. Well, yeah. I mean, whenever you fumble. Which are fine. So we might try to use that next time. But anyway, so zombie by the family, aquatic zombie, you take the head off, and the little boy looks at you and goes, I can't, I can't believe you just did that. That was so cool. And the mother just grabs him and moves him away from you. Now we've got the zombies attempts, and one of them is going after the ferryman. And the other one that Blind Geek pushed into the water is now starting to emerge back. So let me attack that ferryman. Yeah, I can't turn on dead yet. Not yet. And it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Okay, he is using the spear. It's plus three. And he misses with a five. Ferryman seems to be able to dodge out of the way and screams at you, Get back here, I need help. And with that, we're back to Blind Geek. And Blind Geek is gone. Did he drop? No, I think he's still there. I think he might be on mute. I was muted, sorry. Oh, you were muted for the fire truck. I was, and then I just figured I would just stay muted until it was my turn, and then I forgot I was in the wrong way. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, So you've got one coming out of the water by you, and you've got one attacking the journeyman. All right, I guess I will use the magic missile on the one that's attacking the journeyman, but I hope this doesn't take do any Ray of Frost. Oh, yeah. It does one die eight of damage. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Ray of Frost. Okay, Frost, and... Oh, Jesus. I attempt to do a Ray of Frost, but I rolled a five, so I don't think I... Nah, even with your proficiency bonus, or... Oh, a seven, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, your, your Ray of Frost, unlike the magic missile that pretty much automatically hits, flies past his head, and you see a little bit of ice forming on it a spot of water right next to it and then boom the ice is gone thanks a lot DM I'm I'm totally joking (laughs) I was gonna do magic missile hey I'm just trying to say you know you only got two spells a day (laughs) I know I'm just being I'm just okay and we've got name again Thor Thorgrim. Thorgrim of the White Rose is up. Okay. So there's one going after the ferryman. Yes, and, and he's in the boat now, and he's engaged with the ferryman. And then there's one that will be engaged with um, Eric here on his round, his initiative. All right. I got a 10-foot reach with a halberd. Can I peg? easily get the one on Eric, but you'll have to move forward about five, try the one in the back. Okay, because the only other thing I was thinking of doing was, like, dropping the halberd and chucking my... Well, no, that would take too long to draw and everything. Yeah, I'll I'll go for the one attacking the ferryman. Okay, so you step forward uh, about five feet, and you go after the ferryman. Go ahead. Well, not after the ferryman. But oh, I enter. Yeah, after the one on the ferryman. 22. Yeah, no problem. All right, let's so do, do your damage. I bet it's not 30. Probably not. 1d10 plus 3. 13. 13. Um, so it is still attacking uh, the ferryman, but you seem to have damaged it pretty well. Uh, one of its arms is now just sort of lopped off, uh, not the one with the spear in it. But yeah, damn the luck. I know it. Now, if you had called that, we would have gone with it. But anyway, okay, so now I've got the two zombies. The first one is going after the ferryman again, so I will roll that. Yeah, so much for getting its attention. Well, it's pretty focused on the ferryman, and he strikes. You watch the spear um, basically go into the stomach of the ferryman. Oh, shit. And let me see how much damage this guy does. The ferryman kind of slumps over, but he's still breathing, and he grabs 
against the spear, trying to pull it out, and that's where we're at on that one. The other one is attacking um, Eric, Blind Geek, and I'm pretty sure my six doesn't do it. Okay, yeah, my armor class is, I believe, 14. Yep, so he completely misses you. Uh, That ray of frost must have scared the hell out of him. And we are going into round three. I need both of you now to make a perception check. 14 plus... Uh, Senses, passive perception. I'm looking for a 14 or better. Okay. Uh, Do I add wisdom to this or intelligence? Yes. Well, whichever one is better for you. Okay. This is weird. It says senses, passive perception, 13. What the hell does that mean? That is if I want to just do perception without telling you. Okay. But you want to say... Like, 13 wouldn't have caught this. All right. Well... Six, so even worse. Blind Geek? Uh, I got 14 plus. That's good enough. Okay. Um, So as you're kind of maneuvering in the boat, um, it's not a large village, and you notice um, at the south end of the side that you're heading towards on the ferret, uh, so the opposite side, you see a figure of a man uh, standing on the bank of the river, uh, hands out. You can tell he's a caster, and he seems to be, when his hands move, the, the zombie move. Okay. How high was your perception over the 14? Uh, 50, it was 15 total. Okay, that's all you really get. He's He's got a hood on, so you don't get a lot from that. Um, you can ask one question about him if you want from your role. I don't think I... I think I see all I need to know, actually. Gotcha. Okay, so with that, you are up, Flying Geek. I'm going to cast Magic Missile at this guy across the okay. river. Okay, across the river. And that, I gotta check the distance on Magic Missile. Okay, give me just one second. Almost there. Right now, he is about, oh, he's about 100 feet away from you, but the distance on Magic Missile is 120, so you are good to go. You deal one die four plus one of force damage. Oh, I'm sorry. You you create three glowing darts that you can aim at different targets, or all three can go at one target. Each dart creates one die four plus one. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna put all three into this guy, because if we get him out of the way, then that will, in theory, anyway, stop. Definitely a thought. Yeah, I don't bother with the small fish. I gotcha. I haven't seen the big fish, so... Oh, you got three die four plus oh. three. Oh, yeah, you're waiting for me to roll, aren't you? Sorry about that. Okay. Hey, not a problem. Okay, four is the first one, so that's five total for that. Okay, five, four, and four. Okay, five and... So, 13? Yep. Okay. Um, so, your your blue glowing darts fly through the air and slam into this guy's chest. And he staggers back a few steps. And the two aquatic zombies, the one um, that was fighting you, falls back into the water. And the other one also falls back into the water taking the ferryman with him. Now, he's falling backwards, so Eric has time to react to that. I was going to say, can I grab the ferryman and pull him back? Um, Yeah, you can take your move action to get to that end of the boat. Are you dropping your halberd? Well, yeah, if the thing's just falling back, I need to Basically, it's falling back, yep, and the ferryman's falling back or falling over with him into the water. Well, then I need to save the ferryman. It's as simple as that. Not a problem. Let's roll uh, 20-sided. And this is a relatively easy task. You're shooting for a 10. Okay. Difficulty. Uh, 13. 13. No problem. You grab the ferryman, you yank back, uh, he comes disengaged off the spear, and the zombie... It wasn't. Okay. (laughs) It wasn't really much of a spear, but the zombie falls back into the water. Both of them fall underneath the surface, and you look back, blind geek, and the guy you hit with the magic missiles is no longer standing 
now. Okay. He wasn't very far from the woods, so it looks like he may have gone back into the woods. And you guys wait a few moments, and you don't have any aquatic zombies coming back up out of the water. Okay. Kind of sitting still in the water, not moving. You're kind of jeering to the left. So the dock was ahead of you straight, and now you're sort of moving with the current of the river down <coughs> and towards where that guy was standing, actually. Okay. Like, there was a man on the riverbank who seemed to be controlling these foul things. Understood. We'll deal with him in a moment. Uh, take my gloves off and do lay on hands on the ferryman. Oh, yeah. He took um, four points of damage, and you easily heal that. Okay. I think I think you get... Five. Is it five points per level? Yeah, so, so you I still get... have one point left. Okay. He comes to rather quickly. Uh, your divine power is now flowing through his body, and his breathing lightens, and he just looks up at you and smiles and goes, Thank you. That's the fifth time this month they've attacked. My companion here saw a man on the riverbank. That would be different. Did, what did he look like? He was hooded. Hooded. He was gesticulating with his hands in manners that were matching the movements of these creatures. Oh, well. I don't know a lot about that. There's never been a man directing them, but you might want to talk talk to Horflux. He's the head of the wizard school in town. Why do you think they're um, bothering you? They don't usually... I mean, it's strange. They only attack when I have people on board that are not from town. Like, you guys are not from here. They're isolationist zombies. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> so when we have visitors crossing, you know, I almost didn't want to take you because of this, but you know, it's, it's been a couple weeks since they attacked, and I thought, well, maybe they were not attack it anymore, but... And I had the I had the son and mother on the other end, and they don't usually attack citizens of town. I apologize if our presence caused this. I don't know, but your 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 coin is good. So he redirects the boat, gets it straightened out, and you guys come to the dock on the other side. A a man in bright purple robes with a wand in hand. And it looks like two city guards with swords out come running down to the dock. Obviously, they've seen what's happened. Is everybody okay? Does anybody need uh, healing? I think we're all right. I saw what happened. Happen. That was, you guys, that was amazing what you did. Thank you for saving the ferryman and, and, and Joan and her son. Did no more than what was needed. I tossed the ferryman some extra coin, assuming it doesn't say how much I... I would if I had more money. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that you both have maybe 15 silver pieces and, you know, I, yeah. got maybe 20 copper, maybe a couple gold. Nothing major, but... <laughs> Okay. Enough to get you through. I mean, how much, really how much was... My guy kind of like a traveling real bow of poverty. <laughs> I'm going to say that you have about five gold pieces each, total and coin, however you want to split that up. And so, you know... I trust I trust the dragonborn to hold it. Okay. Bow of poverty. So, <laughs> I trust the ferryman about double what we need. Okay. So, a couple more copper pieces each. So, perfect. He smiles and says, you can ride my ferry any time if you pay like this. Well, I figure if we were... If we are the cause... Yeah. Oh, it could have been any visitors. Oh, well, then you my coin. No, I don't say that. Uh, he's pocketed. He looks at you and says, I'm going back to the other side. It's safer over there. It sounds like we've got business to tend to here. Um, Yeah, you turn back and the, the guy that obviously dressed as a wizard of some type, I'm Horflux. I'm head of the uh, wizard school and we saw uh, what was going on. He points to a tower kind of in the middle of the town and we got here as quick as we could because um, this has happened before. Does he look anything? I mean, I realize I didn't get a hugely good look 
look at the guy, but does he look anything like the guy I saw? Nothing. Okay, good. Nice. The, the guy that you saw was all, well, first of all, was on uh, dark black. Oh, that's right. Robed and hooded, so you didn't get to see no hair or face or anything. Um, one thing you did notice is his skin was very dark mm. on his arms that he was using, you know, when he was gesturing and controlling the zombies. His skin was extremely dark, almost black. Okay. What's this guy's name? Horflux. I almost called him Horcrux. I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> Horflux, you seem to be the man that uh, we have, that we need to see because uh, there. I saw a man who seemed to be controlling these uh, aqua zombies. I can assure you it was nobody from my tower. And he looks at you a little put off like you're accusing the wizards I'm, of doing this. I'm not accusing anyone. I'm just saying what I saw. I thought maybe you would know something about this person. Maybe he's been menacing the town before or something of that sort. No, you're the first to ever mention a, a, a person with these attacks. Are you sure you saw what you saw? Yes. In fact, I, I don't want to, I don't know if magic. I, 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 I uh, attacked him and he, he backed off and that's when the zombie attack ceased. Oh, you're the one that threw the magic. Yeah. We saw some magic being thrown. That was. We didn't really see where it was going because we were uh, heading down the, the stairs and coming out to head this way. But, that was but what, what business do you guys have in our town? Travel. We he were does back. not seem to be too happy with you guys right now. Well, Just his uh, mannerisms and being accused of causing this problem. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd look at this guy, look him up and down and go, we were passing through, but apparently this town is in need of protection. I, I think we can handle it ourselves. Well, you're doing a heck of a different way of phrasing that. It's more in character. <laughs> Well, you seem to be doing an awfully good job of that, considering this is the, what did he say, fifth time this has happened to this fairy? This month. Yeah. They didn't say how many times uh, it happened before that, but this month. Um, while you're uh, talking to Horflock, another uh, gentleman comes. Um, he has a bow strapped to his back. Looks like a ranger type. What's going on, Horflux? Horflux turns. Maud, what, what are you doing here? He goes, well, I heard there was trouble, so I wanted to come down. Uh, Horflux turns to you. This is Maud, one of the town council members. He's our resident on uh, nature lover, and he looks a little disgusted at the guy. I bow. Uh, you might want to talk to him. I got business elsewhere. Yes. And Horflux turns to leave, and the two guards go with him. Horflux! What? I was not accusing you directly before, but your behavior makes me consider rethinking that decision. Well, since I've lived here most of my life, and you've been here all of 20 minutes, I think my chances are pretty good that people are going to believe me over you. I was not aware there was a competition. I think you just threw out the gauntlet. No, I'm simply saying... Challenging my authority and telling me that one of my wizards or me were involved. Well, you've seen... You know, we we did just stop a... You're stepping in it. We did just stop a zombie attack, and yet, instead of being... Uh, I meant that to you, my friend. You're stepping in it. Let it stop go. Stop the zombie attack? I don't think the zombies would have attacked if you hadn't been on that boat. So you're saying that your town is completely unwelcome to any strangers, commerce, or travel? Mod speaks up. No, not at all. Horflux just is kind of protective. He yeah. doesn't like strangers after all the attacks have occurred when strangers have been involved. So I you're can talk for myself, Maud. You're advocating isolationism. No, I'm advocating that you and your friend, who I don't like very much, get the hell out of town. I believe a higher power than you guided my steps here. Maud steps in between you and... <laughs> now we're says, both here, here. I, I, let, Let's go to my inn. 
he owns one of the inns in town. Um, a fine idea. Let's let's all calm down. Horflux, go do whatever you got to do. And with that, Horflux leaves, and he's walking you back towards. Um, it's called the Dragon Flagon Inn. And he goes, I apologize for Horflux. He's been a little stressed because he's been tasked with figuring this out. Well, then it would seem to me he would do well to actually try figuring it out instead of taking. Yeah, that's the thing about Horflux. He doesn't like help. Might I make? He definitely a... doesn't like to be accused of anything. Might I make a suggestion, my good sir? Of course. I don't know if you have the capabilities or the men, but perhaps dredging the river might be an option. At the very least, it would remove the bodies that are being animated. That is a great option. This will be the fifth time we've dredged, but yeah, definitely it's something that we've been doing. Unfortunately, someone is depositing you. Someone is obviously. That's really the weirdest part of the whole thing. Any, we shall speak in the end. Yeah, no problem. You get there, and it's a rather large establishment. There's probably anywhere from 20 to 25 tables. Uh, Upstairs, you have the capability of staying there in rooms. There's actually two bars and a stage also down there. What would you guys like? Uh, Drink, food? It's on me today. Well, (laughs) you just, you know, I don't want you to hold Horflux or or our small community. I don't want any ill will. You did save the ferryman and, uh, and Joan and her son. So, you know, if you need a room for the night, anything you need, it's on me today. I would not say no to food. Holy Avenger plus five, no, that's out. <laughs> you didn't say anything. Food for I right. did, that's why I said that. <laughs> food for right now would buy. Not a problem. Beer, L, wine. We have some really good elven wine. Hmm. A friend of mine makes it. Made from real elves, I presume. Of course. No, I am a ranger. I do at, travel. At, I was going to say, at that point, yeah, Thorgrim really chuckles. <laughs> Um, so, water, or if you have dwarven ale, I'll take that. Of course. I'm not saying it's the best. There's not a lot of dwarves in this area. But we do occasionally get one to come through and trade. And, of course, I buy all the dwarven ale I can get, especially you, against Bruno and his wife, who run another one of the taverns. Well, once you get used to the stouts, it's very hard to drink anything else. Okay. And with that, he mentioned or motions to a serving girl. And a few minutes later, she comes out with some food and... and Dwarven L and some water and Mod comes back over to the table and sits down with you. So, what do you think that was? I heard you mention something about a man. Yes, he was hooded and uh, so I couldn't get a good, and I was far away, so I couldn't get a good look at him, but he was moving his arms in correspondence with the movements of the of the creatures attacking us. So he was controlling them? It would appear so, yeah. Did he take off running after you blasted uh, He. Yeah. I can't remember whether he disappeared. Okay, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Damnation. I don't have the skill to track. I do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Do you think we... And where you're describing he was at, there, you go into the woods, and there's a trail, maybe a couple hundred yards, that runs north-south. And I'm going to guess he's probably using that. But I will be more than happy to see if he takes up that trail and which direction he goes. I don't have the time to actually take on, but I definitely will pay you both handsomely 25 gold pieces each for your services to remove this threat. Because Horflux doesn't seem to be doing it. You may speak to my friend in matters of money. My church church disavows it. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. I would understand him being more against help if he was getting better results on his own. But yes, so we would be more than happy to take care of this little problem for you. I I appreciate that. I am so busy with the inn and the council and and dealing with Horflux, who wants for some reason to be the next mayor of town. 
town. Our mayor was killed by these zombies, by the way. And no one finds this disturbing. Yeah, but nobody wants to go out and look for them. Done and done. Let's go, my friend. Yes. Well, let me finish this stew here. It's very good. You eat too slow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, you know, Thorgrim's eating, like, three turkey legs and a bowl of potato soup already. (laughs) And And drank at least a couple beers. I love the fact that you're battle of poverty and you're not paying for any of this, and yet you've eaten ten times as much as I have. I took a vow of poverty, not abstinence. Besides, you offered to care for the money, and who better than a dragon? So, it's pretty early in the day, probably around noon. If you want to go um, start today, you definitely can, or if you want to rest up and check out the town, whatever you want to do. I would like to get my magic missile back. I'm of a mind, the sooner we put us down, the better. I agree with you, but if we're going up against a wizard, I need all the uh, offensive capability I can get. Understood. You need to meditate, correct? I believe that's how this works. Rest, meditate, yep. You'd be good to go in about ten hours. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you, so that the player can go grab a snack, why don't you uh, go investigate the trail with the ranger, and I'll rest up, and you can report back, and we can go from there. Fair enough. I trust your tactical mind. Oh, God, that's scary, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> you probably have more intelligence than I do, so I'm not gonna... There might be some bricks out there that do. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm looking at my guy's intelligence, and I think he's he's smart enough to know when to defer to someone else. <laughs> gotcha. Smart enough to know when he's not smart enough. Exactly. So you're going to rest to get your spell back and meditate and study, and Eric, you're going to go out with the ranger and see mm-hmm. if you can catch a path or yeah. a trail. Okay. So you guys go out to the bank where Blanky described where he saw the man, and you do find footprints uh, there. The ranger mod goes, well, this is strange. There, there's some fresh ones here, but there's also some ones that have been here quite a while. Looks like from the same person. Maybe it's not the first time he's done this. There's tracks of other people here, too. Mm. People that are heavier, I think. All the same? Or multiple different? I think they're different. Mm. And they all do go back into the woods at the same place. And he starts walking in that direction. Here's where it looks like they go in. And he points to you a couple footprints. And, you know, he gets down on his knees and kind of sniffs. And and then he gets up and follows it into the woods a little farther. And eventually you get about 200 yards and you come to a trail Mm -hmm. that's running north-south. And he looks and he goes, see this? They're heading south. What's south of here? There is a ruins. used to be an old temple. Convenient site for a pack of necromancers. That's what they are. It would be. Nobody goes down in that area very often. I don't even, I usually are more going west than southwest. The elven tribe that I get the wine from is more west of here, so I I don't get down there very often. So if they've taken up in that temple, last time I was down there, they weren't there, but that's been eight months. Mm. I don't know. He looks up at this. It looks like we got a storm coming. Hopefully, I'd like to get to that. I'd like to get to that tower, to those ruins before the storm hits. It's probably about a six-hour trek. Mm-hmm. It's not that close. And I'm counting that there's probably four or five different tracks. Here. All human or humanoid? Yeah. I don't see any creatures. Of course, it's hard to tell if they're dead enough just from footprints. And in fact, I need to make a bathroom break, so it's your turn to do something. <laughs> okay, what did you... Okay, what he found out when they were on the riverbank, the ranger, uh, Mod noticed tracks that were newer, like today, and also tracks of the same type over time. He also noticed tracks of other, you know, uh, humanoid types. He could tell the difference because some of them looked like they might have been heavier than others. Hmm. So they were, you know, imprinted into the ground deeper. And they followed them into the woods. And it seems they found the trail and they're heading south. And it seems he thinks there's about four or five of them.
them. Oh, wow. Separate different tracks on there, and he told... Thorgrim? Yeah, Thorgrim. He told Thorgrim that there is a ruin, uh, an old temple ruin about six hours south along the trail that they're headed towards that they may be holding up there. He hasn't been down there for eight to ten months. He goes, he's been going more west where the elves are so he can trade and uh, get good so he hasn't been down that way, but they could be holed up in that temple. Hmm. And that's all about all he found out. Okay, well, it sounds like we should definitely check out that temple. Sounds like a job for the heroes. And by the way, your character sheet does have how much gold you had on you. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. It's under equipment. Okay. Last line says money, ten gold pieces. Uh, where the hell is he? Okay. Hmm. It's the last column, very last thing. Well, the way mine's written out, languages. The languages is the last thing, so I don't know. Interesting. Well, you have 20 gold because he has 10 gold on his sheet, too. Okay. I would say maybe take that down to 19 to reflect Haas, and you're good to go. I see your languages, and then there's another column called actions. Do you see where it says towards the bottom, maybe sorcerer features? Yes. And I think it's... Dragon Ancestor, Draconic Resilient. Yeah, spell casting, spells known, and then below that, equipment. Instead of trying to find it this way, I'll just uh, search for equipment. Quarterstaff, Sirs, yep. and Arcane Focus. Ooh, I have a hunting trap. That's pretty cool. Oh, there it is. Money. Ten gold. That, that's much easier. I just selected all and copied it over to a text. I'm kind of waiting for... Can't really do anything. You're resting and, and learning your spells. Yep. And you get Magic Missile twice a day. It's a little bit different now. You have Magic Missile and Shield, and you get two spells a day, first level. So you could cast Magic Missile twice or Shield twice or one of each. Yeah, I am back. You are back. So I caught him up on what you found out. You okay. came back again and just to give him the background information. So basically, um, I know Eric wanted to get going before the storm hit really hard, but you guys can talk that out or what you're going to do. Well, if he needs to rest, he needs to rest. Okay. So do you want to go at 10 p.m.? Because that'd be 10 hours roughly. Or do you want to go in the morning? I got no problem going at night. Let's go at night. Okay. So you get your spell back. You go down and the bar is just crowded with people. Seems to be doing really good business. There is a musical act on the stage. A couple elves, one singing, one playing a lute. They're not bad. You've heard better, but... really young, so, um, but yeah, a lot of activity. Maud no- sees you, nods, heading out. Mm-hmm. Need anything on your way? Extra rations? I would hope we're not gone that long. Mm-hmm. Well, here, I, I don't, ha- I, I have this, and he hands you a couple vials. Okay. One, one each. Okay. If you if you need, this will heal you. Oh, well, thank you. You've been very, very... Potions of healing. Helpful. You got them? Uh, you are the healer. You, you carry those. He added one to each of you, and thought you each should have one right. on hand in case you needed it. Right. Okay, so one healing If I had more time, I could get you some other things. Well, you've but been more than helpful, sir. We well, hopefully we, you'll rid us of this scourge, and, and we can go back to not dealing with Horflux so much. <laughs> and he doesn't seem to like Horflux too much, but nobody seems to like Horflux too much. Shall we, my friend? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So you guys head yeah. down to the uh, bank and through the forest and over the hills to grandmother's house. <laughs> but you get to the trail and you head south. Pretty much uneventful uh, uh, walk. 
walk. About about six to seven hours later, you are coming to uh, what appears to be basically the whole trip. You had uh, trees and bushes and forest on each side of the path, and every once in a while, maybe a path would head off in a different direction, but this one continued south. But you see that what appears to be a, a clearing coming up ahead, and I need for both of you to now make a perception check. Okay, well, you know, I ain't going to get it. I assume the paladin is in front and you're in back, or vice versa. So what? Yeah, I'll be taking point. I'm the meat shield, so let's see. Eight, nine. Okay. Uh, let's not even discuss my roll. Well, one. You think you're getting pretty close, maybe a few hundred feet from the ruins. Uh, by the way, the storm has not really subsided. You've been rained on the entire time. But with the trees um, being right along the path, it's kind of helped protect you a little bit from the storm. When you get within probably about 20 feet from where it starts to really open up and widen, the path does, Mm -hmm. you hear a boom. And you need to make a dex check, uh, Paladin. Mm. A big log. You've seen those where they swing out and yeah. a big log on rope and it comes down onto the trowel and it's going to hit you? Well, you just triggered that. 16. Very good. And let me roll. Oh, you got 16? Yeah. Okay. And you needed a 13. So you are able to jump out of the way. And, and Blanky, you don't have to roll because you're in the second rank. So you jump out of the way of this log trap. Just a big, huge tree log slamming into your body. But you avoid it. Uh, did you jump back? Back or forward? I'd probably back. That would be natural back. instinct. That's perfect. So you're standing pretty close to Blind Geek. When uh, Blind Geek, you turn and go, what? what is that? And you see these figures of a uh, humanoid shape coming, streaming out of the forest around you. Uh, there's actually two humans coming at you. They're dressed in dark robes, and they are uh, carrying shiny, bright scimitars. Hmm. And we will roll initiative. Ah, they're al- they're already planning on attacking, we can see. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, they're the ones that probably set that trap up. Probably. 19! Yeah. All right, let's see. I rolled it. Right, so I'm on 19. I don't know how. You rolled pretty good initiative. Yeah. I rolled a 14 total. Okay, 19 and a 14, and what did I get? Okay, I got an 8. I don't roll very good initiatives, obviously. That was with a 3 included. Oh, wow. So yeah. I was 1 die 20 plus 3. Okay, one of the guys coming at you is extremely large, probably standing 6 foot 4, 6 foot 5. They are, the Just harder they hit. muscles. Uh, it appears to be very light-skinned on the arms, mm-hmm. and then the other one seems to be be quick and dainty, also light-skinned from what you can tell. Both wear hoods up over their heads, so you don't get a good look at them. Uh, with that, Thor, Thorgrim. Thorgrim, you are up and ready to go. What are you doing? I'm going to charge into the big guy. Okay, so you charge into the big guy, and um, you can go ahead and make your attack. Okay. And I'll tell you what armor class you're trying to hit. I am going more to knock his ass out. So you want to do, in 5th in edition, there really isn't a difference between, yeah, there's, there's not. No they can really damage. distinguish it. But we're going to say it's subdual damage uh, that you're going for. Right. Uh, you need to hit an armor class of 15. Okay. Miss 12. Miss 12. Okay. So you're um you're using your halberd? Actually, for this, since I want to try to take him alive. Take him alive. Okay. Uh, using your mace? Yeah, using the mace. Okay. So the mace uh, misses. Um, he seems a little quicker than you thought. He sort of dodges it. Blind Geek. I'm going to... Sorry about this, Thorngrim. I'm going to pass my cold breath. Oh, you're going to use your uh, breath weapon. Yep. Okay. I don't have it in front of me, so you just tell me what it uh, does. Hang on. 
Uh, or if I get a saving throw or anything like that. You do. I roll with my charisma, which is, I believe, plus two. Cold breath. Do I get dex or anything? Yeah, hang on. I'm looking. Okay. Recharge out to finish. Short long ones. You can use your action to exhale cold energy in a 15-foot cone. Each creature in the area must make a DC plus constitution saving throw. DC equals eight. Con-based. Okay. Plus your con-based modifier plus proficiency bonus. So I take full okay. damage on a full... So eight well, plus two plus whatever my cost... Hang on. Eight plus two... Plus your con bonus, if there's any. Yeah, what is my con bonus? It is... So I gotta roll this. I'm gonna say that you're standing next to him. Okay. And he is able to actually angle it in a way that won't hit you. Okay, it's uh, eight plus four, so twelve. Twelve. Okay. But both the cultists uh, that are attacking will be in the damage, or, or in the cone. Okay. So I need a twelve with no bonuses. First, the big guy. He gets an eighteen. And the little guy... Oh, that was nice of them. God damn it. It's a two. You hit the little guy. They, they give you... I could have just looked down here at the bottom, or at least from oh, the uh, bottom, and it gives you DC 12. Or... Well, you know what? It's better that you sort of figure it out yourself, because yeah. that way you kind of know how it works. Yeah. But, okay, so you hit the little guy. What kind of damage? 2d6. Ouch. And half as much damage to a successful... Okay. So the so... big guy takes half damage, and the little guy takes full. Wait, wait. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. Oh, wait. I'm confused. It says, it says, each Christian must make a DC 12 constitution saving throw, taking 2d6 cold damage on a failed save and half as much damage on a successful one. So, yeah, oh, right. So, the, the, okay, I got so you. the little guy and, and half of that to the big guy. Okay, gotcha. All right. For some reason, when I read that, it seemed like half as much. Never mind. My brain was doing stupid. <laughs> okay. So, what's going on? Waiting for damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. 11. Okay. So, the little guy screams out in pain. Oh! Neither one of them fall, and I'm going to give six to the big guy. I'm going to round up, okay. and he doesn't seem too happy. He kind of grunts and comes charging. Both of them seem to be more interested in the um, sorcerer who just um, breathed yeah. up. So the big guy attacks uh, Blind Geek, and he is using a scimitar, and he's at plus three. They're both at plus three to hit. He gets a 17, okay. and the little guy gets a 12. Little guy misses. My armor class, I think it's 14. How many? Four. Okay. Then then, what you didn't see, but you hear, and a hand crossbow bolt comes flying out of the woods at the paladin. Lovely. And uh, let me see. I hit a six. AC is 16. Uh, I'm going to miss you bad. Um, but you do see a little bolt fly by your head and strike into the wood uh, of a tree behind you. And with that, we are now back to the top of the initiative order, round two. So, paladin, you are up. Okay. Um, the little guy seems to be in worse condition. This, this big guy much is worse. apparently the big threat. Well, he seems to be the one that didn't take as much damage. You don't really know how strong or how many hit points each of them have, but the little guy seems to be more damaged. He's not happy. I'm going to keep on the big guy because he's the one that smacked my sorcerer friend. So. Gotcha. Subdual damage? Yeah. Doki? 17. Uh, you hit him. Okay. And how many points of damage are we looking at? 2d6. Of subdual damage? 9. 9. Uh, you hit him in the back of the head. Okay. And he collapses. He goes unconscious at that point. He's still breathing. All right. Do I have but a... But he's... Go ahead. Do I have a free action at all? Um, You can take a free action not to attack, but okay, you always cause... have free actions. What, what are you thinking about doing? Okay. Because I'd like to use... Because I have intimidation. Okay. Um, I'd like to look at the little guy. I don't even know if he's facing me. But basically, I want to look at him. Holy wrath burning behind me going, drop gotcha. your weapon. So you call out, drop your weapon. You look like a big badass. And he definitely looks at you when you say it. Let's see what he rolls. I'm going to give him plus two for that, for being a religious fanatic. 
Nick against you changing his mood. Okay, let's see. Should I roll my Intimidate, or...? Yep, that was... Yep, go ahead. Ten. Damn. Yeah, that's okay. It beats my seven. Oh, well, hey. Um, he pauses for a moment, looks around, and decides maybe the woods are a better, safer place for him. So, he basically... And he hasn't done anything yet, but it appears that he's going to do some backstepping. But that leads us to our sorcerer. Okay, I think it's time for a quarterstaff beatdown. Okay, I'm the little guy? Yep. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> I think I got a plus two to hit. Now, is that in addition to or instead of the proficiency? I didn't see that before. Nope, that, nope, that is. Okay. If it's, if it's in your attack area, whatever that plus is, is what your total amount is. Oh, okay. Yep, good question. Oh, good God. All right. I, he nimbly steps out of the way without giving it a second thought. Uh, you didn't roll one, did you? I rolled a four, so that's okay. six. You're total. fine. Yep. You missed him with the staff. Yeah. You swing over his head, he ducks, and he starts, he takes his action to move away from you and back into the woods. But a sudden crossbolt comes flying out, a little hand crossbolt, and it is aimed at the paladin again. Mm. The intimidating one, the one that they seem to be most intimidated by. And I rolled a five. Oh. A second dart flies by your head and sticks itself into the same tree right next to the other one. Okay. And we are back up to the top of the round. I can't see where the bolts are coming from, but I can... Yeah, you do. I mean, you don't see who's shooting them, mm-hmm. but you have a direction of where they're coming from. Wonderful. I throw my spear that way. Okay. I am going to, since you cannot see your target, I'm going to give you a minus two. I kind of figured. But that isn't too bad. Okay. You probably have pluses to counter that. Uh, let's see. Plus five to hit. Okay. So plus three overall. Yep. Plus three. Got to hit a 15. 19. Oh, you hit him all right, and you hear a scream out. Oh! To do your damage. It's only a D6 when thrown. It's D6 damage. Three, but not going to make him happy. Four. <laughs> Four points. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. And Blind Geek, what would you like to do this round? Target that stream and fire. Target that explosion and fire. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm, no, wait. I'm going to, yeah, do that. That's not how you throw darts. This is how you throw darts, you imbecile. So, suck one of my darts at him. Gotcha. Throw away. Okay. I'm going to say you could whip two of those little darts. Okay, I'll do that then. Uh, and I got a plus three to hit with those. Nice. I'm assuming since we heard the scream, there's no minus two. Uh, yeah, you have a better idea of where the, the guy is. Okay. You don't see him, but... God damn it! Okay. Um, oh, no, it's okay, Pete. <laughs> oh, poor puppy. <laughs> What's wrong? You're, I rolled a... Uh, what the hell did it say? Like a... Um, crap, where'd it go? Three. Yeah, that's what I rolled. So that's a six. Well, that was for one dart. What about the other I'll one? Let's do the other one. A little bit better. Uh, with the plus three to hit, it's 11. No, they both... Again, you throw darts as well as he shoots them. Damn it. All right. Well, you don't think you hit anything. I don't even... It doesn't tell me how many I have of these. You have 20. Oh, okay. I saw it in there. So it was in parentheses after darts. I'm not really a real big rules monger when it comes to ammo. Thank you. I'm going to assume that during downtime when we're not playing we're that you would restock and you always have your darts. Now, you know, we know you've thrown two. If you say throw 60 today, then <laughs> I might have an issue. Right. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've never been... Same with food rations. I don't really worry about that. Now, if you get to the point where you have no cash left, then we talk about rations. Right. and what it's going to do. But until that happens, I'm going to assume, you know, you're keeping your upkeep and food and stuff like that. So same with torches and stuff like that. And then I do get plot points. I should have told you that. Uh, you get five plot points at first level and you can use plot points to give yourself an item when you think you need one. That might be a rare, rarer item oh. that maybe isn't on your equipment list. And then there's hero points that I didn't tell you about either. You get five of those starting. And hero points can be used to re-roll a die or to add a die six to a roll. So if you want to roll like d20 plus a d6 and use that as your hit, you could do that with a hero point. You can also use a hero point to stop bleeding and not dying. Okay, well, since, um, since you didn't tell us about these... I, I didn't. I just thought about I it. I would like and, to retcon and add and use two of my five 
like, wait, how, how do you replenish those? Um, they're rewarded just like Yum Yum okay. and stuff like that. When you do cool things in the game, okay. uh, you each can assign points to other players when okay. you, they just make you happy, high assigned points uh, on there. So, yeah, you start with five, and they replenish at the end of an adventure also. Okay, all right, then I have no compunctions about spending two of them right now. So okay. they're adding six of those to... Oh, wait. Oh, it's a D6. Oh, okay. So you could you could spend two and re-roll both dice, or you can spend one and add a one die six. The one die six is more popular when it comes to damage. Yeah. You can add a die six to your damage. And I have villain points, by the way, that I can use. Uh, I get five of those. You know what? I'll let it stand, because I don't want to... With, like, the one that I had rolled, which was nine, if I add one D6, it might still not be enough to hit, depending on... And if you re-roll, your odds are you... I mean, it may not hit anyway. Yeah, so... so and it's only yeah. four plus one damage we're talking about, so... Right. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. So we are to the cultist, and the one that you guys can't see, but it's been firing bolts at you, nothing seems to fly out. I'm hoping I and nailed the it. <laughs> the other one that was running away doesn't seem to want to come back, and nothing comes from his direction either, or hers. So really, this round is over. We are back to the top of the round. We have one cultist in the woods that you have not seen that's been firing crossbow bolts. We have one that was the little guy that you damaged and who decided, it's time to take my ball and run away. And you two are standing in the middle of the trail currently. So what are you doing, uh, Paladin? I point at the guy that I knocked out, looking and looking at the sorcerer, and basically kind of command, secure him. And I go chasing off in the direction I shot my spear. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but I did fail to mention the unconscious cultist laying on the ground. So good. So you go, you take your move action, and definitely within 30 yards. I think your move is 30. I think pretty sure. We'll go with that for now until you tell me otherwise. You run right into a cultist trying to, trying to take a spear out of his shoulder. Mm-hmm. His back is currently to you. Anyway, I could just, like, shoulder charge him. Oh, yeah, you could. And just, there's... like, slam him into a tree is what I'm trying Perfect. for. Yep, go for it. Gotta drive that spear deeper into his yeah. shoulder. He's got it. I mean, this is going to be an AC-10 because he's not looking at you. He's busy trying to get that spear out. Normally, he's an AC-15 with his decks and everything, but we're going to go with 10. So all you need to do is hit a 10. So get a D20 plus 5. And I rolled a 6, and I think I'm going to use some of those action points. Okay, so you can use a hero point to add a 1 die 6 and try to get the points, or you can just re-roll or... I'm going to try my luck with a 1 die 6. Gotcha. Now, a plot point, by the way, you could just spend a plot point and say it happened. I had one guy use a plot point to save a... He was a paladin in my other group that's playing this same adventure. They're done and moved to the second stage, but he used um, one of the cultists that they were fighting in a different location, bit down on a tablet that created poison oh. to kill themselves, and he used a plot point. He was a paladin, so he used his divine intervention and plot point to save that because um, well, that I'm, person did it because they were remorse of what they had done. I was going to say, it will lay on hands, draw the poison right out of him. And he didn't know that, so I took the plot point and gave it back to him and said, no, read your rules on lay on hands. And we were all good, but that's what plot point allows you to change the plot in some way. Okay. Like, if you take really bad initiative roll, you could give yourself better initiative. Okay. I will spend a plot point just to slam this butthead into a tree. Oh, yeah, no problem. You slam him, uh, you hit him in the midsection with your shoulder, and he goes flying. His head doesn't go into the tree. The spear that was stuck in his shoulder goes 
falls into the tree, which just sends it right through his body. And he's not moving. And then his, nope, and then his head slams into the tree, and he slumps to the ground with a spear halfway through him. All right, I check his check his pulse. Make sure is he alive? There or? is nope. There is one. Well, real quick, I ask for forgiveness for being overly aggressive, but then and I that, pull, and I pull uh, my spear out. <laughs> and blind geek, what are you going to do? You are directed to do something, but you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't know how he expects me to secure this. Tie him up. That's all. You know. We can say you have rope. Okay. That's fine. It's right. a common item. I'll tie him you up. Gotta, tie him with rope. Okay, no problem. While you're tying him, that's your action, and you hear a poop as a crossbow bolt flies towards you from the other guy that ran away. And you're the only one on the trail, so you're the only target I got. Can I make an active perception roll to see if I can hear any rustling in the leaves or something that might indicate, or see something, anything to indicate where the hell this person is? So that I can... well, you saw him run into the woods. This is the little guy that ran into the woods. Okay. It took him around to drop his weapon, pull out the crossbow bolt, and fly. That's why he didn't do anything last round. Okay. And so you know where he is. I mean, you know the direction he went. You see the path. I mean, right. he, he didn't try to disguise the branches been buckling under his weight. And, okay. You know, you saw where he oh, went. Okay. And that crossbow bolt flies at you and hits an AC of seven. That's with a plus three, by the way. Jesus, so these I guys can't hit. hit where it can hit. hit, yep. And that dart flies into the other side of the woods. You don't know if it hit a tree or not. It goes deep into the woods. Fortunately, the, the paladin is not standing in the area. If he had rolled a one, I might have said that might happen, but mm-hmm. he didn't. And that's all we have for this round. So you've got a dead cultist that had the spear removed. You've got an unconscious one tied up. The sorcerer stood up and goes, what was that that just flew by my head? Damn it. <laughs> and the paladin is praying to his god for forgiveness while he cleans his spear off. Yeah. And we are now to you, paladin. Well, I'll come back because we have a captive, so I have no yep. idea. What, you know, I don't know where the hell that other asshole went, so, you know, hey. So he emerges from the woods, moves over to the captive, and starts interrogating him. Is he conscious yet? Yeah, you could try to revive him. Here. No, I know. I'm not wasting my action on that. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you doing, um, Blind Geek? I'm going after this motherfucker with a dart. I'm going to. No, you know, I don't need to. I'm going to throw a couple more darts his way. Okay. okay. And that indicates to you that maybe there's something out there, Eric, because he's throwing darts at the woods. Oh, there we go, mother. 17. Okay. Ah, that's a hit. Do your damage. Okay. And actually, with a plus three, that's a 20, but I didn't really. Need... Okay. Uh, 1d4 plus 1. I hate it. Yeah. 2. You <laughs> hero point. Oh, yeah. Let me spend one of my five hero points and add a d6 to that. So a two plus three. All right, that's five. That's more respectable. And that is enough to actually kill him. Oh, wow. Okay. Because he was damaged. Remember, he was damaged from your breath weapon. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Pretty heavily. You guys mm-hmm. are doing so good. I don't think I've done any damage to either one of you. Oh, uh, no. I took four hit points. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's right. He, he did get whacked. Okay, good. Uh, at least I did a <laughs> little damage. Thank you. Okay. This keeps up. I may have to actually name my, uh, my character. I was digging through, like, the wiki for, like, Forgotten Realms gods and everything, trying to figure out what church my guy belongs to. And I figure I'm going to do something weird. I figure he's going to follow Bahamut, which is like the god of good dragons. Yeah. He's, hang- he's hanging out with a dragonborn. He's, yeah, why the hell not? <laughs> I could make it more complicated. Trust me, they got more rules, but oh, yeah, I, mean, I just want to have fun. Yeah. Add it however the hell you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm the... run like I do. You keep it simple. Yep. Yeah, just go with the flow, have some fun, make use common sense. 
you know, I could have spent hours looking up the rule on what minus to give you for camouflage or, or cover, but, you know, I just said minus two, let's move on. Yeah, some people roll that way. And you thought that was fair. Yep. Now, yeah. you know, I've had people that would rule monger me, and I go, oh, that's fine. You want to rule monger me? Look it up. We'll sit here five minutes while you find it. Yeah. You know, but, that's, you know, or we can play. That's um, of our styles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you guys, can you see in the text area, the picture, that I, after the map, I sent another picture? Yeah, like the, the, dude, center, the face paint? That's the guy that you saw. That's going to be the guy that you saw. That's the guy! That's the guy. for player information, <laughs> not character information. And I think with the the indications I've given, you kind of know what race he is. Yeah. I've given you two hints, dark I, skin and hand crossbows. I have a good idea what he is. I'm not going to say it because I don't know if Blind Geek would know. Probably not. Yeah. Because you, you're not a big D&D player. That picture came with the little adventure, and I thought, I'd put it up there. It was kind of a cool picture. So we are, we just finished uh, the encounter with the cultists. You've got one unconscious laying on the ground. You've got two dead, mm-hmm. and you know, their equipment is there. Um, if you want to pick up any hand crossbows, there's a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, having a ranged weapon is always a good idea, just in case. So if you both want to grab a hand crossbow, you can somehow make a note on your character sheet or I was gonna in say, your notes. I'm going to I'm gonna let the sorcerer take them. I'd rather have like a heavy crossbow, okay. just because I'm, I'm getting the feeling that this guy is more about stopping power than being subtle. Well, how much? Yeah. At the risk of metagaming, how much damage does a crossbow bolt? A hand crossbow do? does one die six plus one. Okay, so it's not that much better than my. Yeah, they don't. Now, let me let me continue here on it for a second. It's not the bow crossbow that's so great. Yeah. The it's poison. the poison on the dart. Oh well, in that case. Yeah. Uh, so when you hit somebody, they need to make a saving throw, a Constitution saving throw. The um, mystery race that you don't really know what they are. Blind geek are notorious for their poisons on those little toys. Okay, then I'll take the. Yep, and if you hit somebody with it, well, I'll tell you what that poison does. It's, I should it's, just take the crossbow bolts and chuck them the same way I'm chucking my dart. Uh, you could. They are darts. So, yeah, they function as a dart, so you wouldn't need the cro- hand crossbow. Yeah, I think I'll just do that. What's the damage that your hand or your darts do? Uh, 1d4 plus 1. A so little more damage potential. I was going to say, you probably get more range with a, a crossbow. But... Yeah, the hand crossbow goes 120 feet. That's the long range. Yeah, but What's it's your long range gotta... throwing? Uh, I don't worry about weight. Let's see. What is unless you get... Unless you're doing video game logic. <laughs> you know what True. I mean? Yeah, I can carry that. Where, where the hell are you carrying uh, a Range for the darts is 20 by 60. So 60 is your long range. Yeah. So this would double the range. Nice. All right, I'll take the crossbow. Uh, also on the bodies, you... I mean, there's scimitars there if you're interested in those. There's three scimitars, one each. And you find each of them carrying a vial, a potion that looks a lot like the vial you were given. The hell? So you now have three more potions of healing. Well, that's good. Well, you know, without a, a real good healer in the group, you know, yeah. you have, you know, when you get higher level, you'll be able to heal, but yeah. then you're fighting bad creatures, so it doesn't really, you need some. So, and, so how many potions do we get? Uh, three more healing potions. So you have a total of five. Yeah. I don't know how you want to split them up. He has one. I have one. I'll take, do you want me to take the other three and dole them out? I'll be the healing jockey. Yeah. All right. So I got three. No, I have Why you guys four. are, I, yeah, you yeah, have the one. Yep. Right. So we're good. Yep. Why you guys are looting the bodies, taking the, basically what it's going to do is it's going to do a one die six of damage mm-hmm. and give them disadvantage for the next ten rounds. So they'll roll two die twenties and take the lowest of the two. Okay. And that's from the and poison? That, that's from the poison. Uh. At least the poison they're using. And as you guys are collecting your new equipment and, and everything, not surprisingly, for some reason, the thunderheads open up and the sky's clear. They clear. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Just finished this battle and it seemed to clear up. It's not raining anymore. The hell? 
you know more about this magic stuff than I do. Is someone, someone messing with the weather to impede our progress? Stranger things have happened. True. I like the cold. Okay, moving forward. Well, um, are we going like to interrogate our, our guests? Oh, yeah. I, our guests. I'm glad you guys remember stuff. Yeah. Um, He'll come to after a few slaps. Yeah. And um, what's the big guy? He looks up at you glaringly, primates. grunts, and says something you don't understand. But it sounded hostile. But it sounded like a different language. Oh, lovely. What? Well, okay, because I know orcish, giant, and common. Mm, that's none of those. Damn it. I know common and silver something. Draconic. Nope, not that either. Probably draconic. I basically, I slap him hard, and I say, speak common. And he looks at you, and... If he doesn't, I will use you it. You are baited to die. We Honey, all... we were thinking the same thing about you. Yes, but I know where I'm going. I'm okay with that. Oh, you want to... I know those. where... Kill me now. Does not matter. I know where I'm going. My soul is where. Uh, you better hope. And he looks at the, at, uh, the dragonborn. Do you know where you're going to end up? How did this move from interrogation to a religious discussion? <laughs> he doesn't respond. Do not press my faith upon my friend here. I would ask you not to do so either. Unbound me and you will be spared. Oh, please. I, I look at him and he's like, how stupid do you think I am? I think you're pretty stupid. I will tighten these restraints. He starts speaking in that language again. It's a pretty language, but it sounds like he's swearing at you. I punch him. And blood starts to flow out his nose. My God is merciful. Do what you want to me. Kill me now if you want. I don't care. I'll tell you nothing. Truly, you will tell us nothing? I will tell you nothing. You have... Now, you roll a die to see if you can change his mind. Yeah. I think I will. Okay. I'm assuming you're going to use intimidation oh, on this yeah, guy? Have this Hell yeah. Too. I got plus four um, on it. I don't remember the exact rules on helping, but Blind Geek, if you want to help with this role, I will add your, whatever your skill proficiency, what, what's your plus in intimidation? Mine is plus five. Holy crap. Okay. Damn, Maybe. your intimidation's better than mine. Yeah, because Maybe I got the charisma because I got to use it for spell casting. Charisma's big for him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got I got plus two in charisma. You probably got plus three. I, I do, yes. Okay. I got an intimidation. So, well, yeah. I'm the one punching them, though. All right. I'm going to say... I'm going to let Blind Geek roll, but just use both of your pluses in intimidation. You talk big. <laughs> However, there are different ways to make you say something useful other than killing you. Killing you is far too easy and far too pleasant. He, he turns to... God, why can I never remember your name? Holy crap! Thorgrim. He turns to, before the roll, he turns to Thorgrim and says, You're a paladin. Yes. I challenge you to a duel to the death. If you're bound by honor, you will untie me. Give me my scimitar, and we'll decide this now. Now, what's your roll, Blind Geek? Uh, I rolled a 19 plus 5. Plus, plus a, 2. Plus a, yeah, plus another 4 from me. Oh, okay, Ooh. so 9. Okay, so 19, 21, 2, 3, 4, plus... That's a pretty good roll. Plus 2? What's the other plus 2 for? Oh, don't worry about well, that. It's 28 total, is what I got. Okay. And I I, I don't think he's going to be able to counter that. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to give him a whopping... Yeah, the best he can do is a 22. This character is a badass. What do you think? Oh, I think it helps that both of us are badasses. <laughs> Yeah, I think it helps that I rolled a 19. That's what I yeah, think. Yeah, nope. <laughs> he, um, he, he looks at... And Eric, you've never named your character, uh, right? I did not. Uh, That's fine. Uh, he looks at the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. His eyes open wide a little bit. And he says, I'll answer one question. One question only. You will answer whatever questions we pose to you, vagrant. He bites down. He bites down? He does. He bites down. I grab and his jaw and off. 
coffee. I grab his jaw and squeeze. Okay, let's roll some dice. Because basically, I'm trying to prevent him from biting down yep. all the way. And he's shaking his head and trying to get out of your grip. So we're going to roll a strength a, challenge. A post. <laughs> yep. It's grapple yep. rules. My God, the Happy Jacks guys weren't wrong. They said, I, I'm, no, this is a strength versus okay. strength. Okay, yeah. like, know the grapple rules in whatever game, or have a, on your GM screen, put the grapple rules because they always come up. You never they always come going up. They to, do. Yeah, but they, they will. Always. I love those but, guys. No, this is a strength versus strength. They're incredibly juvenile. And you need to beat an 11. I got an 11. Well, tie goes to you. So you are able to steady his head so he's not jerking around mm-hmm. and actually to open his jaws with your with your hands. Okay. And you see a little pill that hasn't been bitten all the way through, but has been punctured, but most of the liquid inside has not been digested. Wonderful. I flip him over and start shaking him. We'll keep and it. it pops to the ground. Okay. You speak of honor. He starts speaking in that language again. I basically, I sand him up against a tree. I pick up his scimitar, I put one hand on his throat, cut his bindings, put a scimitar in his other hand, and say, if you run, my sorcerer friend here will kill you. Challenge me to an honor duel. We will have it now, fool. Roll initiative. Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. He's a religious fanatic. You weren't going to get anything out of him. Or much. Yeah. About the only thing he would give you is the name of the guy that leads the group. I don't care. <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you I get? A, I got a fifteen for initiative. Uh, you beat my thirteen, so you go first. Okay. I'm no longer being nice with a mall. Just letting you you know. Okay, you are not going for subdual damage. 15? That hits him. I know. <laughs> oh God, the stuff we used to deal with in games is amazing to me now. Like oh, I was, uh, yeah. they, some I forget what company, but they came out with a retro clone of the James Bond 007 game. Good God, there's a chart that you have to refer to every time you make a roll. Yeah, some of the number wow. crunchy stuff is amazing. Yeah, and it's like you have to multiply it by the ease factor. Okay. Oh. I'm going to tell you that's not enough damage to kill him. Okay. If you would like to spend a hero point and add a die six to that, you could. Yeah, what a there is a chance you could kill him on one strike with that die six. Yeah, what the hell, I'll give it a try. Like, we, we may never play these guys again. Yeah. I hope that we will. I hope that we will. I'm liking this guy. Yeah. All right. So I, have, I, have, I have 12 or twelve kind of adventures planned for this. If we play them again, I'll have to give my guy a name. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want a name. I rolled a one on the D6. Well, he's damaged pretty good. He's staggering back. We get these back later, right? The hero points? You get hero, new hero points through finishing an adventure. All right. I'm spending leveling one up, more. I'm adding another D6. do something really, really cool, then I, you know, another player can award a hero point. I can award a hero point. All right, you know, well, I'm adding another it's D6. It's kind of like, um, okay. like eight points, kind of. Can I add another D6 to that school? You can. All right. Ah, Roll the two. Well, that you got a one the first time, a two the second time. That was enough. So nine, ten, eleven. You 12. needed three. Yep, you needed three more points. So twelve points, mm-hmm. and you're so, you describe to me what happens. Cinematically, I'm gonna stand there until he tries to come at me. Okay. And the instant he does, I looked up pictures of a maul. It's essentially a spike hammer. So yep. there's a hammer on one side, spike on the other side. I come up with the claw end under his jaw. Oh, ouch! And basically trying to sever his head. Not trying to sever his head just stopping him dead you know, mm-hmm. and with, with his dying eyes I kind of grab him again and go may Bahamut have m- mercy on your soul and he takes a deep breath and 
collapses dead. Yeah, by the way, I chose my god. It's going to be Bahamut. And yes, I know it's a dragon god, but it's a god of justice. You choose wisely, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect tie-in. Yeah. Okay, so it, we basically gave this guy what he wanted. He wanted to die, and he died. Yeah, which is the same thing that happened in my play-by-post. <laughs> but they had six players, so when they got ambushed, there was like nine cultists after them. I like it because it's scalable. It tells yeah. me if there's this number of party members, you have this number of cultists. Yeah, I'm kind of happy that, so. Yeah, very much so anymore these days, because, you know. You never know. Okay, so heading towards the opening? Yeah. Sounds good. And we are sitting about 25 minutes away. This was the last encounter. I mean, the one coming up. So you come out into an opening where the temple is standing. Hints of an impressive temple can be glimpsed through the decay. All that remains is the roofless shell and some adjoining structures, which are still intact. Several piles of bones stacked at various points around the ruins are testament to the sinister nature of the temple. It's easy to see why this place has a sinister reputation among the residents, especially in the dimness of the overcast day. At the, there's a platform by the temple mm-hmm. that's part of the temple. So there might have been some columns, stone columns, very Greekish looking, and three steps up to a platform, and then you think it would have went into the temple itself. On that platform is a stone slab with a child laying on it, oh. a young girl. She seems to be not tied down, but you see in her eyes, she's kind of like she's taken some really good drugs. And she's not seeming to fight it. You do not see anybody else around. But behind the altar, you see a very dark cloud of darkness. Pretty good size. Probably 15 feet wide. You don't know really how far back towards the temple it goes. But it, it's right by the altar. Right behind her. I know what and I'd like to do, but I want... I know what I'd like to do, but I want Langi to do. I, I, I think there's very little doubt what you're going to do. So I'm going to give you guys a free round, a free action. If you don't do it, I'm probably going to do it. So All right, well, what are you going to do? Um, you can talk tactics. That's cool. Take the child off of the altar. Okay. I am going to throw my spear at what I judge to be the center of the darkness. Okay. So let's go ahead and we'll do... The spear is going to get there a lot faster than you are, Blind Geek. So let's do the spear as you're running towards it. And as you're running towards it, Blind Geek, they will not stop you, but those skeleton remains that I told you about mm-hmm. start to take shape. Motherfucker. Well, I figured it was only a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> But I, the spear can go. I am not going to give you a, a since you are aiming at a specific location, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you any penalty. I rolled a, okay, it is not a natural 20, it is a modified 20. Okay, that's fine, we'll see. I'm just letting you know, so no crit or anything like that. That's fine. You do, your spear starts to penetrate the darkness, and then it stops. Just sits there in the air, like it's hit something. Oh, Good. And you need to do your damage. Okay, Okay. Eight. Eight points of damage. Perfect. Thank you. And it's classified as piercing damage. I don't know if that makes any bit of difference, but hey. I'm looking at his stats to make sure it does not. Okay. It does not seem to have any impact at this point. Okay. I'm just... But yeah, I do want to know. All right. So let me me do a little bit of typing here and get that damage taken care of, and then... I really want to get a shield so I can learn shield bash. I always love doing that. Yeah. It's a great move for a paladin or any type of fighter. And we got paladin... And Sorcerer. Okay, he is now taking damage. Damn, I, I noticed that I have been playing up to my flaw, apparently. What's your flaw? Violence is your answer to almost any challenge. <laughs> See, and at the end of the game, I've I done, will... Yeah, I've done I, that, but yep. ass. <laughs> 
see, usually at the end of a session, and we won't do it today, but if we start another one, what's your flaw, Blind Geek? Mine is, it is nature's way that the strong survive and the weak perish. I don't okay. see Damn, how that's a flaw, are, but okay. Damn, you and I are going to get along just fine. <laughs> yeah, at, usually at the end of an adventure, I will have you make a case of fall on your flaw, and that will add experience points and hero points to your character, is what I usually do. I like the personality trait of this guy. Is you feel more comfortable around animals than people. I'm wondering nice. if, I was going to say, Actually, I wonder if, I wonder if I the dragonborn counts. I think we've been going, ag- I've been going against this flaw because I'm taking the child off the altar. I would say, if I'm following the flaw, the child was weak and therefore should perish. Of course, my mentality You could is, debate that. My whole mentality is, as a paladin, you know, it's like, I am saving the child. I am killing the thing that is threatening her. <laughs> okay, I'm going to speed it up a little bit. Blind Geek, you make your move and you get there with no problem at all to the altar. What are you doing? I will take her off of the altar. I'm not going to change course in midstream here. Okay. Not a problem. As you're, re- and you have no problem removing her from the altar. She's not bound. She's so drugged up. She's not resisting you. But a little dart flies out of that cloud. And it, you've seen him, so this is not uncommon to you. He's trying to hit you with one of his hand crossbow darts. Okay. Well, now I've got my own bastard. Yep. He doesn't think you are man enough for him. And he rolls a 19. Oh, shit. So you're going to take three points of damage from the bolt, <laughs> and you need to make a constitution save. Okay. Basically roll and add your con bonus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, if I didn't explain that. I rolled a 13. Okay, you made it. So you still take the three points of damage from the bolt. Uh, you do have the poison running through your veins, but you don't seem to be affected by it. Okay. So you get a little dart sticking in one of your arms, and you pull the girl down. Are you going to try to run away, or what are you going to do? Can you breathe again? Uh, yeah, he's breathing fine. No, I'm, I'm a breath weapon. I could, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how many times a day he can do that. It doesn't say there's a limit. Most dragons, it's like three times a day. Yeah, I would go for now just to make it simple. We'll say that. So you could breathe into the cloud. Because I was lucky with my hit. You rolled really good. Yeah, I was lucky with my hit. <laughs> I was looking for something, and now I can't remember what it... Oh, it point. Either... should be listed under your armor class. At least that's where mine is. Yeah, you know, there it, it does not tell him how many times per day he does. But we're going to go with three to just Yeah, I'm down easy. to two hit points. Woohoo! I can heal you for one. And well, Did I get a long rest since he had a long rest? Or No, no, no I didn't take... That was... Yeah, well, yeah never no, mind. You do have a healing potion that you could swap down instead of fighting this round. <sighs> and that would give you back uh, one die eight. I'll, I'll wait and do that after the fight is done. I don't want to... <sighs> Well, if you're breathing to do it. Well, okay, it's a one shot. You then I won't have to worry about naming my character. Okay. That's grim. Yeah. I've been watching Grim quite good. Anyway. Okay, so you're going to breathe at the guy. Go ahead. Yep. Okay, so that would be charisma check. Charisma is plus three. I got an 11 total. Okay. And I can make a con saving throw to take half damage. And it's a DC. He gets. Yep, he hits the con save. So do your damage two die six. He's going to take half of it. Okay. If you would like to spend a hero point to add a third die six, you could? Uh, yeah, I will spend a hero point and add another d6, because I only rolled a five between the two of them. Okay, cool. Okay, now we're up to nine. Okay. That's better. The spear's still standing in the middle of the air, so you don't think he's fallen. And with that, let's roll some initiatives. Okay. Natural, fuck you! Natural 20 on a natural 20 on an initiative roll! He's going first. Yeah, what's your total? 20? Well, that's better than I'm probably going to get. I don't care, it's for a damn initiative. Where were you when I was trying to do <laughs> something useful, you stupid dice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Fifteen. Okay. There's there's a series of T-shirts where it shows like a D twenty on a one, and like it takes the place of a letter of a word, but every word is like shit or fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you're not going to be so happy with me. That's yeah, the DM's job. I know. The big bad. Yeah. Has a twenty-two initiative. Ooh. Jesus. All right. Well, fine. I rolled an eighteen, hey. and the two the two skeletons forming have a six. So at twenty-two initiative, the the darkness drops, and you see that picture of that guy standing there in front of you. Yes, I do miss the Sorry. It's his turn. He can definitely do that. Oh, is it my turn? So it was the guy's turn. No, no. When it's his turn, he can. Right. Okay. No, that was a that was and, my plan. Okay. He is going to cast a spell. Yay. And the spell goes off. It's a standard spell. Nothing seems to happen. And blind geek, you go. Okay. I'm casting magic missile at this guy. Okay. And you're using all three darts into him, or you want to fire any at the skeletons, or? Um, again, I think if we take this guy down, the skeletons will probably take, be taken care of as well. So I'm going to put all three into him. What is it? 1d4 plus 1 each? Yep. Alright, the total would be... You want me individually. I heard a 1, a 3, and a 4 yep. is what you rolled. Yep. So if you're adding a 1 the onto one, each... Of hang on. Oh. The 1, one of the bolts, the first one, the 1, yeah. hits him and kind of fizzles. Major armor. The second one hits him and fizzles. The third one hits him, and he steps back a little bit. It does damage. That was the four, so you have a plus one, so you did five on that yep. damage, correct? Yep. That one gets through. He casts Stone Skin. Oh, okay. Well, some type of mage armor or something. I cast my mage he's... hand and slip him off with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's not looking good. With that, we go to Mr. Paladin. Well, I already threw my spear. I still got my maul, so I will leap over the altar and do an overhand strike. That is well. Now, that will get you a hero item. <laughs> Let's hope I land it. Yep, and okay. what are you using your... your your mace? Yeah, yeah, I'm using the mall. Strike, and I completely forgot. Oh, well. You use what? Using the mall. Okay, go ahead. You want to hit an AC of 14. Ah, flame in hell. I only rolled a five. What? I, I mean, I only got an 11. It's, you can do a hero point to add a die six, or you can do a hero point to re-roll the die. I'm going to do a hero point to re-roll. Fifteen. Okay, you hit. Do your damage. I got this thing called a dice calculator, so I can do, like, it adds everything. Oh, my God! <laughs> one plus one plus three. Oh, Jesus. Five. So five. He collapses. Well, shit. What? Out of all your attacks, you did 20. he had 26 hit points. The spear did, like, eight, right? Right. Yeah. And that took him down to 18. And then how you did... My you did... Pistol did... Oh, that's right. All those little ones add together. Yeah. So, with all the damage, you got through his hit points. Sweet. You know? Now, you are correct with... When he collapses, the skeletons collapse. I was ready for that next. I should have held my cell and, and cast a counter cell on you. Should da, would da, could da. Oh. I know. He's not very powerful. Did, okay, do I even recognize his race or know what he is? Yeah, he's drow. I pull him up by his hair. I mean, I know he's already dead, but you know. White hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which you know also to be very, very unique to find one of them. Yeah. They usually hunt together, and usually when they come to the surface, it's for a purpose. We either have a scout or the... Beginning vanguard of a hunting party here. Dun, 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 dun. And that's where we'll leave it. Okay. If we play this again, you'll search the temple and get more additional information. Or, or we can see if we can get the child to uh, give us some information after. We... Oh, yeah. The child does have possibly some information. Yeah. We should probably get the child back to town and then come back. Oh, yeah. I didn't say you had to stay. Yeah. So I, I like this guy. I, you like your guy, Blind Gate? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You guys have fun? I yeah. did. Yeah. I threw it together pretty quick and said, you know, if Josh or somebody doesn't show up, I 
one is still play today. Yeah, good deal. And I recorded this. Awesome. Okay. I, I, I don't know if it's worthy of going up, but D and D Fifth Edition. They streamlined that and they did a very good job. Yeah, it, it's yeah. still a bit fiddly in places, but you get a good DM that's willing to go. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yep, I am that. D- yep, I am the DM <laughs> that does fuck it. Yeah. Either you guys that, ever have please. a chance to try editing those files? I've worked on mine a little bit. Okay. I've been a lazy I did guy. record our character session creation for cinema, that cinema game too. Okay. I so I thought about editing that too. I will fully admit I have been a lazy ass because I've been. Hey everyone, I'm back. I hope everyone enjoyed our one-shot episode of D&D 5th Edition. I had a blast running the game, and I think Geek and Thunder had fun with their characters. We have talked about doing a Chapter 2. The title would be The Drow Outpost. But shh, don't tell Geek, Josh, or Thunder. It'll be our little secret. Please, 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 if you have feedback, let us know. There are two ways you can contact us. First, the blog, mtmjetpack.com, or our Facebook page, Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Just do not pick the closed page. When I was around, we used to comment on feedback on the show. If we get some feedback, maybe we'll mention you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and good gaming. Goodbye. You're in a tavern, and an old greasy man with a staff walks in. He stops at your table and says, mm, No, I don't think so, and walks on. <laughs> walks out. <laughs> you notice that he's trailing toilet paper from <laughs> I heard there was crime. Monkey crime. The worst type of crime. We could all start talking like that. Stop stepping in my bailiwick. <laughs> makes me think of all those political attack ads. I'm Gareth Drake. Can I approve this message? <laughs> How would you if monkeys took your jetpack? Monkeys took my jetpack at mtmjetpack.com. <laughs> <laughs>